Before we get started on Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine, we'd like to tell you about the Miracle Moments Luncheon to benefit Easter Seals UCP Port Health. Earfluence, which produces this podcast, is a proud sponsor, and we'd like you to join us May 1st, 2024 at 1130 Eastern Time at the Hilton Garden Inn in Cary. This event helps raise funds and awareness for the life-changing direct services provided to more than 40,000 children, adults, and families living with disabilities, mental health, and substance challenges so they can live their best lives. We'll put more information on Easter Seals and the luncheon in the show notes, but again, that's Wednesday, May 1st at 1130 at the Hilton Garden Inn in Cary, and we hope to see you there. Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batched bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit oldraleydistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. I feel like if one of us got mugged right now for our secrets, like somebody would be rich. <laughs> I was just thinking of all the things I know that it's I can't good, talk about. Yes, I mean, that is the way it is. And it, it, it is frustrating. You know, there's grand planned. When they started putting a fine pencil to it, went, ooh, everything costs more. So it makes sense that maybe looking at the building, it wasn't worth a million dollar investment. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. Last week, you probably heard the big news. Gale Force Sports Entertainment bought Backyard Bistro to convert it to a sports book opening later this spring. First off, they did new news. We broke that story on Raleigh Magazine's Instagram, October 26, almost 60 days ago. Create a massive stir, 30,000 people engaged with it, 2,600 people shared it. We knew the scoop from an inside source inside the deal. So when another publication in town reported this old news as breaking news, well, quite frankly, they got it all wrong. With me today to talk about the latest on what's really going on with Backyard Bistro Space and the sports book is Editor-in-Chief Melissa. I mean, talk about, this is funny because, you know, we've been talking about this all week already. We were already going to do this podcast and now the news is out. But I remember, well, re-out. I remember the day, though, that we posted on Instagram back in October and we knew it was going to, I don't know, as they say, break the internet, but we had a lot going on, and that was right in front of the Cocktail Classic, um, you know, a couple weeks away. And so we all went on to Killjoy to walk the space, and we were kind of off the grid for an hour or so, and I got back in my car. I remember you were still with some of the team, and I immediately called you, and I was like, she's going to answer because why would I call her? Right. But you couldn't. Um, but literally, my phone was just on fire. From, well, not literally, but it was on fire with voicemails and texts. All these people were like, you guys are all over the radio on 99 The Fan. And, 
you know, the, your Instagram's on fire. And it was just insane because I, I mean, I guess I knew essentially what was happening was all this media was trying to confirm, confirm our, our scoop. And radio and internet, Twitter, things like that, we're happy to just share it and talk about it because it's a format where you can share or just chat. Whereas like all of these other more traditional media outlets were trying to, you know, firm up their own side of it. So here we are. Yeah. I mean, when you said, my dad just heard 99 The Band talking <laughs> yeah. about us, I was like, that's pretty cool. But what a difference 60 days makes. Right. It is a totally different story today. And we knew this. We found this out Tuesday or a couple of days before. Yeah. And we were doing our own background check, fact right. checking, as we do. But it's really changed. It all has to do with Backyard Bistro. Yes. And so backing up before we get into the, the meat of the matter, um, just to bring you guys up to speed, if you don't know, Backyard Bistro is outside of PNC and Carter Finley. It's on the corner of Trinity and Edwards Mill, essentially. It's been a beloved spot for the community um, in that area specifically. A lot of radio shows for the Wolfpack have been uh, taped there. Uh, the Canes show, the, the Canes Corner is still taped there. You know, and obviously the, the food's great, you know, massive sports bar. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. So um, that's that's the location. And, of right. course, what we reported was that the Canes had taken ownership back in October. Right. Well, we knew that it was going to close by the end of the year, the first mm -hmm. of the year. Well, right. So they did buy it with the intention of creating a sports book, hoping to close it and then reopen in time for Stanley Club playoffs. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I couldn't figure out why they wouldn't have opened for March Madness. Can you imagine? Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the plan all along was the staff would stay on board. But what the other publication in town doesn't know and isn't reporting is that all that changed. All of this changed the week before Christmas. And the sports book is not going into Backyard Bistro. I mean, I just want that to sit there for a second. Let's think about yeah. this. This has taken over 60 days for another publication to confirm as new, quote-unquote, news that the Backyard Bistro was sold to the Canes, when, in fact, the exact week they reported it is roughly two weeks after. That is no longer it's not even accurate. True. Right. And in, in the stories, which have now gone viral, you know, now all these other media outlets, in, including the National Circuit, have just picked up that story as if it were fact, Right. And in that, there are well-positioned quotes that make it read if you're not astute, if you don't really look into it, right. like a master's thesis. It reads like the GM of the Canes is confirming this cell. When you, if you really read the story, they they just position it so that everything's accurate as is without saying this is what he well, said today. It even fooled some of our staff because when you read that, you go, but they've got a quote, but they've got a quote. I'm like, Hang on, read the quote. Read the quote. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and and so what has happened? Again, the original intent was to buy it, keep it open, close it, reopen it as a sports book. The price tag came out at almost a million dollars to convert this building into a sports book. Mm -hmm. Well, you and I did a tour with Jeff Merritt from the Centennial Authority of PNC, and he walked us through and he said, our game plan is to ultimately have a sports book inside mm -hmm. of PNC, mm -hmm. much the way many other cities have. So the plan was that, that Backyard Bistro would have been a sports book for maybe three years. So you look at it and go, do we want to spend a million dollars on a space that in three years we're going to spend more money to incorporate it into PNC? It didn't make sense. And and I I think that 
the plan is, you know, it's a it's a hot piece of property. With all, you and I have talked about, we had several podcasts on the plans for Blue Ridge and PNC. Yes. And if we can't take the stadium downtown, they said we'll bring downtown to the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. And with the idea they're going to build it up with you know hotels and restaurants and now that we have the sports book or we have the ability for online betting. So I, I just think it's fascinating, fact-checking, and we've talked about this many times. You know, we spend a lot of time telling stories that no one else tells. Mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time developing, you know, relationships and sources. And the source we have on this is someone who originally gave us the original story that it was happening. Yeah, we, you and I talked a lot at length about this. So, you know, again, two days ago, we already planned to do this podcast. We obviously had no idea that the other media was going to drop the news that we reported back in October. Yes, yeah, not so new news, but as we're recording this, which will be a few days before you hear it, um, you know, that news has just been released the night before. And it definitely caused pause because it was super confusing for us to read something as new that we reported months ago when we now have that that is no longer the case. And so it's just a really interesting string of events. A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at Shop Village District, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word VILLAGE to 919-701-0202. into the mix of your go-to hot spots with signature craft cocktails and neat pours, 12 rotating craft beers and eight rotating fine wines, plus cider and bubbles. The mix has the perfect pour for everyone. Take flight with beer, wine, whiskey, mezcal, and tequila. Or not in the spirit, craft cannabis gummies and high seltzers also invite. Sprawl out on the patio, post up on the couch with your laptop on a weekday, Catch the big game on multiple TVs or cozy up in the wine library for an upscale paired tasting. Weekly events keep the good times coming from tastings to live music and more. For the full lineup of events and offerings, visit BottleMix.com. Yes, with two X's. So that's BottleMixX.com. You know, there's grand plans. PNC came back and announced the Centennial Authority because they had elaborate plans. You and I saw them for yeah. what they wanted to do to the arena. Mm-hmm. When they started putting a fine pencil to it, went, ooh, everything costs more. We know that. And so they scaled back the plans they have. So it makes sense that maybe looking at the building, it wasn't worth a million-dollar investment. Yeah, that's a good point because that was the last breaking news piece of this was that they had scaled back those master you know, plans that they, you know, I think in the grand scheme of things, when all is said and done, they might revisit some of that. But for the immediate future, you know, what was that in December, I think, when mm-hmm. they scaled that back? And so this actually adds up to that. Like, oh, we we looked at the numbers for PNC. Right. We don't want to do all that. Oh, we looked at the numbers for Backyard Bistro. But at the end of the day, I mean, you said it best, like, what we have are viable sources, but we're not inside the deal. 
Mm. You know, so all we can is. And, you know, somebody said to me, well, if, if it was going to fall apart, why would, why did they go through with the buy? I'm like, it is going to be a incredibly hot property. And they'd already bought it. Right. Well, I mean, they were closed on it. I think that's right. how it, that's how it became new news to. Oh, the deal closed. That it actually, you know, we right. signed the dotted line and you, we announced it two months ago that it was happening and going to, you know. So what's interesting about the news circuit on this is I'm glad you said that. I went back and reread it again and. That's that's the lead. Is if you read it, it says the the deal closed January second mm-hmm. or whatever date it says. And then I was like, right. So a lot of these stories come at because permits have been pulled. Oh, and we talk about and, and, all the time. Yes. And if you go back and read the story, essentially what the story is is the Canes saying that they bought Backyard Bistro. The deal has uh, they can't deny that, mm. right? There's a permit. And then a whole bunch of paragraphs about the PNC expansion, which is unre- not unrelated, but it's not that property. Right. And all of a sudden it reads like you're all you're just talking about the backyard bistro. And really the only piece of news they have is a permit. Right. So, with, with a sale, a closure. Right. right. A right. filing of piece of property, a deed. Yes. Exactly. The same thing. And there are people in town that report how they de- how they determine when a restaurant's opening or when it's happening is all they do is sit on a weekly basis and pull permits. And they go, oh, this business is going in. They know nothing about it. They haven't developed any sources. They have no information. They just say, they just report it because a permit yep. has been filed or pulled. Or uh, we know for a fact because they're reading Raleigh Magazine, we actually had, um, a f- uh, I won't say who, but we actually had a business owner of a... Um, like a food and beverage establishment, call us when an issue dropped. And we've talked about it on the podcast before mm-hmm. and said that a reporter from one of those other news sources called them and said, how, you know, tell me about XYZ. And he said, how do you know that? And she said, well, I'm reading the current issue of Raleigh Magazine. And it went from there. And so, you know, it's just interesting that that we know for a fact from many sources that they've been trying to confirm what we posted in October right. for months, and that permit is what gave them the grace the, to the do deed. it. Pulling or the, the deed, sorry. The pulling the sale. But in, in which case now it's not accurate. Right. Didn't go any further than that. And I think that's the frustrating thing. Again, it's inside baseball, right? So if you listen to the intro to this podcast, that's what we do. It's all about telling stories. And you and I talk about this a lot. We have fun covering food and beverage, music, art, cool stuff. Mm -hmm. But really, we like telling stories that no one else is telling. We like telling them first. And funny enough, we like telling them right. Right. Imagine that. Well, yeah, because we we could have posted this days ago, but we just keep keep saying, like, well, first of all, we want to do it on the podcast because then we can explain it. We already explained it. We already announced this two months ago that it was happening. And we wanted to be able to talk more about that. And it is funny. It's kind of, like, gratifying. I mean, obviously, it's a labor of love, and it can be exhausting, you know, to chase these leads, but— it's also gratifying when you hear from your sources that other reporters are barking up their tree and they're like, why does Raleigh Magazine always Oh, I don't mind saying this. this. <laughs> so I, I I did hear from another friend unrelated to my source who happened to be having dinner at Backyard Bistro the night that we, on October 26th, who mm-hmm. said that somebody from the NNO was in there going, asking questions. Yeah. And, and, and NNO is not who we're talking about. But, but about trying to find out where the story came from, trying to fact check it. And of course, you know, Backyard Bistro, the server doesn't know anything about it. They, 
Yeah, I remember that other story where the, the it was this was the NNO two, even though that's not who we're talking about now. But they <laughs> called the PR person and said, "Why did they always get the stories? Why do you give it to them?" And she's like, "I didn't give it to them. I can't stop them from finding this stuff out. They have so many connections." <laughs> or you know, <laughs> they do their if, homework. If they're yeah. nothing else, they're persistent. That I'm like, too. you know, yeah, they call every day, ask every day. Yeah. And, but it's it's not just about it. Part of it is credibility. It, mm-hmm. You know, people tell us their secrets, and we don't burn them. Right. You right. you tell us something, and you at the last minute, the twenty four hours before we go to the printer, if you say please don't tell that, we have to pull the story, and that has happened more than one time to us in the last year. Yeah. But Even it's our cover. But it's our credibility, mm-hmm. and it's and it's it's people trusting us with their stories. Yeah. I mean. We laugh all the time. We knew about Terraza going in, in the on the rooftop of the Dillon for more than a year. Oh, yeah. I feel like if one of us got mugged right now for our <laughs> secrets, like somebody would be rich. <laughs> I was just thinking of all the things I know that it's I can't good, talk about. Yes. I mean, that is the way it is. And it, it, it is frustrating. You know, certain publications, if they publish a story, will pick it up. But it's what I like to say, and, and I'm not making the comparison, and I'm really not talking politics when I say this, but we all learned a few years back that what you choose as your resource or your valued, trusted resource for where you get your information, mm-hmm. you got to make sure you're getting it from somebody who knows what they're saying. They're telling the truth. That there's some credibility there. Yeah, absolutely. That they're not just pulling permits and deeds and yeah. reporting on them like they know what they're doing. Yeah, and I'm happy that we get to be that voice. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and there's a whole lot more coming. And there's a lot going on with with the lottery and sports book. I mean, they you had the deadline just passed a couple of weeks ago for applying for the license. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they're they updating that all the time. We've been actually talking um, up until a week or so ago. I feel like I was talking to him weekly, the, one of the guys at the Lottery Commission. We sort of had the idea that we wanted – so they had hired the, a commissioner mm-hmm. for um, sports betting to come here, and it was somebody that was coming from another state where betting was legal. And we wanted to months ago – we wanted to do a Q&A with him on kind of like – you know, sports do you, betting for start? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because this is tied up in our state, of course, with the lottery, and I'm not knocking the lottery. I, I love it, but there's it, it's all the the legalism of it. You know, the they, rules. They, yeah, they aren't allowed to talk to anyone until he's in position. No media period. And so, I just you know the persistence thing. I kept trying because I was like, we just we're, we're happy to do it. He as was like charming a, about it, at least. Yeah, yeah. Like we're happy to do it as a as a written interview, a Q and A. We won't change any word, you know. Whatever. No, it's a hard and fast no. But part of what's going on, I mean, they were very kind, like you said, but they're they're also updating the lottery right. quite a bit, and so there's a lot going on for them at once. So we have somebody on our team now actually following the weekly updates. They're doing weekly meetings, and um, so we got, we'll keep you guys updated on, you know, as things. Well, you know what I was thinking? So I've, I haven't been yet. I haven't found anyone who wants to road trip the hour away with me. Um, <laughs> just one hour. Attacked. Yes. <laughs> I want to go to Danville, to Caesars, yeah. to their, I mean, their casino. I don't think it's that you haven't found anybody that will go. I think it's just we've been very busy. I know. I'm teasing. <laughs> I'm talking to friends, too. I'm like, seriously? All I want to do is go play craps. And but what's interesting <laughs> is that I look at it and go, Caesars didn't wait until they could build their hotel and build their casino, right? 
They came in and put in a tent. They've been open, I want to say, almost a year. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I think. And so why isn't there a tent being considered maybe on the property at PNC Mm -hmm. that they could, I mean, this is obviously can withstand rain and all the inclement weather that they have at Caesars. I feel like I remember you asking Mary I, that when I we were did. there, and he was like, He's like I don't know. I don't, I'm not enough. Yeah. I don't know. But that actually reminds me, too, before we completely close the subject, when when we reported the Backyard Bistro, there was some confusion of people wanting to know, like, if the sports book would still—like, people read it as, it's going to be like a casino, no food and drink. And that wasn't no. the case. So I now hate. I just can't wait to find out what, what the next scoop is. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you where you're going to get that scoop. <laughs> Raleigh magazine. Exactly. And if and, and I promise you, if it, if it's not time for a magazine to drop, it'll be on our Instagram. Or a podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Or all of them. So exactly. So cheers to credibility. Cheers. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by EarFluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon. Want more of Raleigh Magazine in between issues? visit RaleighMag.com and subscribe to our newsletters. They come out Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Five-minute read keeps you up to date. And especially on Friday, dish on this, where to eat, where to drink, what to do this weekend. Subscribe for free at RaleighMag.com.